0: InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Research into school shootings has revealed a previously unknown factor that may have caused an increase in these tragic occurrences. Joining us to explain is John Hagen. He is a professor of sociology at Northwestern University. He's one of the authors of this study. And he's also a research professor at the American Bar Foundation in Chicago. Before we get to the key findings of your study, tell us about the scope of the research. How many shooting incidents did you review, and what was the overall time span?
1: We reviewed more than 300 of these shootings. We did this by looking at a number of different data sets and pulling them together to create one comprehensive data set that covers a period from about 1990 up until after 2010
0: let's get to what you learned. What was the interesting link that you discovered in your research?
1: Well, what we found, and we hadn't necessarily been looking for this in advance, was that across the United States, and also within the different regions of the country, and even when you look at very specific cities, we were able to identify a clear relationship between the incidents, the occurrence of school shootings, and increases In the unemployment rate in the early 1990s for example and during and after uh, the Great Recession beginning around 2008 those in particular are periods when school shootings increased in the United States.
0: Does this incidence of shootings and unemployment make sense to you? How do you explain this?
1: Well it very much makes sense to me. If you think about where we might expect most clearly to see a link between people's experiences or concerns or fears about unemployment and what's going on elsewhere in their lives, it's probably going to be in connection between schools where people are hoping to get the education that will provide some upward mobility and the opportunity to do better in their lives. It's going to be people who are in school and also in a period when unemployment is elevated, and that's exactly what we found.
0: In the study you did, did you only look at school shootings, or did you also look at mass shootings in other locations?
1: We have begun collecting data more broadly, for example, in workplaces, and looking at mass shootings as compared to individual shootings and and occurrences in small groups so we're interested in looking at those sorts of things but insofar as we've looked at them to this point very selectively in terms of the actual occurrences happening in school we've not found that those other factors are clearly playing a role but that doesn't mean that they don't play a factor outside of school they probably do and that's probably why we're seeing such a uniformity in the school-to-work transition, but perhaps not so much more broadly in American society. There's been a lot of variation in findings in prior research on the effects of unemployment on crime. And here, in terms of gun violence in schools, we're seeing a uniformity that hasn't been so clear before.
0: Professor, was there any linkage or anything you found relating to the locations, the geographic locations of the shootings?
1: Well, that's exactly the right question to ask because, of course, as you look across the United States and you look at, for example, different cities, they'll be experiencing some conditions in common, but there'll also be important differences between those cities. What we found when we looked at specific unemployment rates calculated for the specific cities, we found this uniformity that across these cities when unemployment went up, the incidents of gun violence in schools did as well. And that's despite the fact that, as your question implies, there are some other differences between these cities. For example, there would be differences in local laws related to ownership and possession of guns. So regardless of those differences, we saw a uniformity in this relationship between unemployment and school violence across these cities, across regions, and throughout so far as we can establish in the United States.
0: I would think also, perhaps, even if you have a shooter who is young, there could be increased stress in the home because of the unemployment rate.
1: That's exactly right. It's important to think about two things. What might be going on? in terms of family and peer experiences of unemployment, for example, having a father or mother who's recently lost a job or not been able to find one, to have older peers in a community or neighborhood who are having troubles in terms of employment, those can have an impact on a person in school. And also, we might expect that as people move along in school and get closer to the expectation of finding a job, we should also find increases in those specific locations as well. And that's another part of the study. What we find is that in more recent years, when larger and larger numbers of people have been going on to college and universities, when they do so, expecting to see the benefits in terms of opportunities, and in terms of gaining employment, What we found in the recent period, especially during the Great Recession after 2008... But actually, those college settings, university settings, were where a higher incidence of gun violence was occurring. So that's a juncture where you can imagine individuals clearly sort of thinking about, well, what am I doing in school? What am I doing in college and university? And is this going to pay off unemployment? And if it's in a period when unemployment is spiking, as it was during the Great Recession, what we find is gun violence.
0: We're talking on InfoTrack with John Hagan, a professor of sociology at Northwestern University and one of the authors of this study into school shootings. It seems like, from what I recall of the various shooting stories, that these shooters come from all different economic backgrounds, poor families, wealthy families. Did you look into that in your study?
1: We did. We tried to see if there was variation in terms of socioeconomic background, and that really was not clear in the data. Which led us to think that, you know, regardless of where you are in the social structure in terms of your education, background, parents' background, financial situation, and so on, you know, there's a uniformity in American society, such a common expectation of opportunity and mobility the expectation that you're likely to do as well or better, for example, than your parents. That probably applies across the class structure. So it applies both at the lower levels, when we're talking about K-12 through education, and now especially more recently among those who are also going on to college and university.
0: Do you plan any further research into this topic? And if so, what would you be looking at?
1: We are continuing to do this work. We're interested in further examining the kinds of issues as you've actually anticipated in your questions. We're anxious to look even more closely at the age structure of the incidents of gun violence. We're interested in looking at racial ethnic differences if those apply. And we're also interested in understanding better what difference it makes when gun violence occurs in schools and in other locations, for example, among adolescents outside of school. Are those different kinds of experiences and phenomena, or do they share a common pattern in terms of relationship to employment?
0: John Hagan, a professor of sociology at Northwestern University and research professor at the American Bar Foundation in Chicago. Professor, thank you so much for joining us today on InfoTrack.
1: Thank you very much. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show
0: with information you should know.